0: Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Hey gang, remember some time back when I first mentioned how some of my high school buddies and I used to go out cruising on a Friday or Saturday night? Well, today's episode returns to those thrilling days of yesteryear, when we set out for the open highway and look for new adventures, whatever they might be. Well, one fateful evening, we were all set to head out for another journey of driving to who knows where to do who knows what. But we had a little glitch. You see, that night, we decided to use a different car for our trip. Our usual vehicle, Joey's Ford Falcon, wasn't available. So Chip volunteered his car. Just one problem. Earlier that afternoon, his old man had begun the slow, thankless job of doing some minor and major repairs on his car. When we all arrived at Chip's house to embark on our expedition, it turned out that his old man was still in the process of fixing some last-minute details and putting everything back to rights. So as we all stood around and watched, not very patiently, I might add, things were wrapped up in a bit of a hurry, so that we could all get on the road and begin what we called our Bust, bust, bust. So, the repair is finally being done. We all piled into the car, another one of those nameless American subcompacts that barely fit two people, let alone five, and headed out in the direction of good old Route 22. If you've ever spent any time in New Jersey, you know that Route 22 is the mother road of Schmaltz. Back in those days, we could count on dozens of interesting sights, from the famous flagship nightclub, to such scenic attractions as the Leaning Tower of Pizza near Plainfield. Even the famous radio raconteur Gene Shepard did a whole show on Route 22. Whoa. Well, anyway, once we were on the highway, the inevitable question was asked, so where are we going tonight? And the answer that came back was rather surprising. We're gonna cross as many rivers as we can. That's our goal. What? Yeah, that's exactly what they said. (laughs) Or to be more specific, I think it was Joey, who's usually the main instigator in these bus tours of ours. Now I don't know how many rivers there actually were between where we got on Route 22 at Springfield and say the middle of Pennsylvania, where Route 22 kind of vanishes into obscurity. And given the time constraints of how many hours of daylight were actually left in the day for this particular journey, it was rather remarkable that we tried to set such a lofty goal for ourselves. So there we were, tooling down Route 22, while the passengers in the car began their usual shtick of bantering back and forth on topics like the latest New York Yankees game, or how terrible the Mets were playing or Chip's discovery of some new musical phenomena like Bruce Springsteen. Now bear in mind that sometimes the discussion got so loud and heated, especially when they were talking sports, that you couldn't really hear anything else, like the music on the radio, or the road noise, or the honking horns of other motorists who were getting ticked off at Chip's rather unpredictable driving. But then suddenly, something unexpected happened first a loud clunking sound as metal contacted pavement and then a grinding sound oh no something definitely wasn't right so he pulled over onto the shoulder to investigate and sure enough the muffler had broken loose of its makeshift clamp and had fallen down so it was now dragging on the ground Looks like that hurry-up repair job by Chip's old man wasn't as successful as we thought it was. Uh-oh. At this point, we just arrived on the outskirts of Phillipsburg, New Jersey, which is right across the Delaware River from Easton, Pennsylvania. So Joey made the suggestion that we try to cross that one last river and make a stop in Easton. He was thinking that we could find a store where we could purchase something to tie up the muffler and reattach it to the bottom of the car. Now here's where it gets interesting, folks. Joey, like the rest of us, really didn't have any experience at all in auto mechanics. Zilch. Nada. Up to that point, his summer job had been working in a department store in Elizabeth, New Jersey. So his idea was to find a similar store in Easton where he could purchase some fiberglass drapery fabric. Huh? Drapery fabric? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That was Joey's expertise since he was working in the curtains and drapes department of his department store. And the way he figured it, fiberglass was supposed to be heat-resistant, so it would be a relatively safe material to use to hold up a muffler. Uh Uh-huh. Well, after about an hour or so that we spent finding a store, buying the fiberglass drapes, and crawling under the car to somehow tie up the muffler as best we could, we then decided to take a break and have dinner. One of the guys, uh, it may have been Bert, said that he knew of a restaurant in Easton that we could try. It was a Chinese restaurant called The White House. No relation, of course, to the famous White House in Washington, D.C. Now this was just an old Victorian-era brick building that had been converted into a restaurant. It was located near the public square in downtown Easton. Bert had heard about it from a friend who went to Lafayette College nearby. So we very carefully drove a short distance with our newly repaired muffler and then gingerly parked the car on a side street. We all got out and proceeded to the restaurant where we had a very delightful meal. Unlike your usual Chinese restaurant, the decor inside was very different. The proprietors had intentionally designed the place with a number of separate rooms, which all resembled dining rooms in a private home. It was quite an enjoyable experience. So after about an hour or two, we returned to the car. By this time, it was dark outside, very dark. We all piled in and drove off with the intention of going straight home, since the state of our muffler repair was rather questionable at best. Uh Uh-oh. Well, there we were driving down Route 22 passing back through Phillipsburg again, and driving very slowly, I might add, just to be on the safe side. Now for some odd reason, a lot of the cars passing us by kept honking their horns and frantically pointing at our car. None of us in the car had the slightest clue as to what was going on. I was in the back seat, so I casually glanced over my shoulder out the back window, and to my great surprise, I could see sparks shooting out of the back of the car. Like I said, it was already quite dark outside, so the sparks were really hard to miss. Actually, within a matter of seconds, the sparks turned into small flames, at which point I sounded the alarm to my fellow bus tour passengers. Chip quickly pulled off the road, and we all got out of the car as fast as possible thanks to many years of top-notch fire drill training in our public schools. (laughs) As it turned out, the fiberglass drapes holding up the muffler weren't as fireproof as we thought they'd be. Somehow we managed to put out the blaze with whatever spare materials we had on hand, none of which was an actual fire extinguisher as I recall. We got the drapes off the muffler, but now it was dragging on the ground again. Luckily, we were on a stretch of Route 22 that was filled with retail establishments and, most importantly, gas stations. So we got back into the car again, this time with extreme trepidation, and drove just a few yards down the highway to the nearest Exxon station. Luckily, it wasn't a very busy night for car repair. So they immediately put the car up on the lift and proceeded to do a complete, professional, and thorough job of replacing the entire muffler and tailpipe, all at the cost of our bruised egos and our rapidly shrinking wallets. So much for an evening of crossing as many rivers as possible. (laughs) Well, we learned a couple of things that night. First of all never trust the advice of a guy whose only experience is working the drapery department of a department store secondly using fiberglass drapes to tie up a muffler was not a smart idea and our third and final lesson of the night was when your old man is fixing your car don't try to rush the job otherwise you may live to regret it or you might not depending on how good your guardian angel is at putting out car fires. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.